0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mr. O'Jagy's 10 Do's and Don'ts for the Classroom and Life. It is about 10 p.m. right now, and we have school tomorrow, so this is basically my last thing I'm doing for my summer is podcasting about some thoughts, and there are things that will be on my mind throughout the year. The first half of the list is going to be more things aligned for my classroom, and then the second half are going to be kind of like advice- For life and whatnot. So I hope you enjoy it, and you do have an assignment that goes with it, which I'll detail at the end. As I talk, you're going to want to write down the 10 do's and don'ts. I will try to say them as clearly as possible, because that's what you'll be turning in to me. So here we go. We've got do number one. Do number one is wag more and bark less. The thing I can't stand about... Uh, students at times is they always want to find something to complain about. They always have something they have to say. They can't just accept what's been told to them or, you know, this is what we're doing. So my first one is to wag more, bark less. And I'm not calling you a dog, but I'm kind of comparing students to a dog at times. Uh, Don't number one is I don't argue. Okay. i do not argue with kids. I I won't argue with kids. Uh, It's not that I'm upset or anything, but, you know, I would rather just be away from it. I, I do not argue. So please don't argue back. Do number two is do help improve our classroom culture. This is one that's pretty important here for the beginning. You know, you have to come in, you have to understand what it is we're trying to do. You have to treat each other respectfully. You have to treat me respectfully. And the classroom is going to be a much safer place, a much more pleasant place to be if we can really nail down that classroom culture. And then not only that classroom culture, but then go to the school culture and make that much better than it is. Don't, number two, is don't be a rebel. You've got this thing amongst kids where you want to be the person that is always doing what you're not supposed to. And that's seen as a social uh, release for some to just always be a rebel, you know, whether it's you're trying to be funny or you're trying to fit in, you know, you're uh, responding to peer pressure. Uh, It just doesn't work well for a school environment. So please don't be a rebel. Do number three is do be a try hard. The try hards are the ones who are going to get ahead in life. You know, it's, it's a word we kind of use a little bit jokingly. You know, I know our gamers out there use the word try hard a lot, but those who try hard in life, they're your millionaires. They're your people who are successful. They're the ones who really apply themselves in these early years when. You know, you have to work hard to get ahead, and it'll all be worth it later. Don't, number three, is don't wait until the last minute. There's some, and I might include myself amongst them, who procrastinate at times, and sometimes you really become a lot more efficient when you procrastinate. But there's going to come a time when procrastinating is just not going to work in the long term, when you can't do everything in the last minute. You no, know, the thing that you have as young people right now is you have a lot of time, and you have a lot less time when you move into that adult life. And it's just not possible to do things at the last minute, not to do everything at the last minute. So, number don't number three is don't wait until the last minute. Do number four, and again, these kind of apply to the classroom is do learn the way of the notebook in my class. Do learn the way of the notebook. And it's something I've talked, some of you have already had me before. And for those who haven't, like I said, we're going to get there. But it's a big part of your grade. I swear by it. I believe that creating routines is going to help us move through the class. It's going to make the class easier for you. But you have to accept it from the beginning. You can't Reject it or, you know, say, okay. first month, I'm just going to see, you know, is this a serious thing? I promise you it's a serious thing. You want to you want to get right to it. So do learn it and ask questions if you have them. Don't. Number four is don't do only what you feel like. There's some people, and I'm going to use the notebook as an example, but we could talk about life and whatnot as well. There's some people who only just do the easy things. They avoid anything that's challenging, anything that's going to take some time or take some thinking or take some effort. They avoid those things actively. And again, I go back to that conversation earlier about the most successful people are the ones who have not just taken the easy way out. Every single time, you know, and maybe there's some mental relief when you just do all the easy things. But in the end, it's going to be harder for yourself when you just always choose what's easy. Choose what's hard. Choose what's challenging. So we're getting through the classroom ones. We got a couple more for each of the do and don'ts. And then we got the life ones coming, which are kind of the deeper ones. So let's keep it going. We've got. Do number five, and that is do ask me questions. Pretty self explanatory, but I'm going to try to make this class challenging for you. I'm not going to make it impossible for you, but challenging to the point where if you're going to succeed, you're going to have to ask me questions at some point. And I'm not really doing my job right in my mind if you can just go through this class and know everything without needing any explanations. So do ask questions. Don't, number five, is don't copy or cheat. And this is something that I'm very passionate about. You know, I look towards higher education for many of you, maybe not all of you, but in higher education, you go to college and you copy or cheat there. The penalties are much more severe. You know, you can lose all of your money that you invested. You can get kicked out, you can basically be blacklisted and really ruin your life just by doing simple things in some people's mind, like copy or cheat or take someone else's work. And it goes back to don't number four with don't just do what you feel like, don't take the easy way out, don't copy or cheat in life. And it all starts here. I'm I'm not doing you a service if I let that become a norm in the class. Do number six. Is do participate in class. You know, not only does participating give me some feedback as to how well you're understanding it, but it's also just another one of those norms that, you know, if you're going to get the most out of your education, you have to participate. And I'm hoping that you're going to want to participate because we're going to try to find more unique ways for kids to participate rather than just raising their hand and giving an answer. So, to work in progress there too. Don't number six is don't be a beggar. And this is one that's going to require perhaps a little more explanation from me, but I try to do my best to encourage you throughout the year to stay on task, to do what you're supposed to be doing. And still every single year, there's those who want to try and get their grade at that very last minute. They come The last week or the last two weeks, they see their grade is way down, and they come and they start begging for makeup work, or they start begging for grades, or they start telling me, you know, you have to get me passing. And there's going to be a point where it's too late, where I just can't help you. And to be honest, I won't help you when you have weighed for the last moment, made some bad decisions. There comes a point where you have to understand that I'm not taking beggars at the end of the year. I realize that some of you may need a little bit of extra help, but I always have said, I will not do over 50% of that job for you. I I might do 49% of the job for you, but you're going to do the bigger half. You're going to do at least 51% of that job. If uh, we're going to make it work here, moving on to kind of the maybe life ones, the ones that, I'm quite passionate about kind of just words of advice. So do number seven is work to minimize your weaknesses. You know, I look at people who are successful in life, and there are people who have weaknesses for sure. You know, there's no perfect people in the world, but they're very aware of what their weaknesses are. And they work to minimize them. They work to not let them those weaknesses get in the way of where they want to go in life, and uh, like I said, that's what we strive for everybody who goes here is to try to help you minimize those weaknesses, but also to recognize them. Don't number seven is another one that's a little personal with me. It's don't be fake with me. It's something that perhaps is a character trait that annoys me most is people who are just not genuine. And I know that a lot of people can, sympathize there with me. They just, every single time you talk to them, you know, you just know they're lying. You know, they're not honest. You know that, you know, if they say they're going to do something, they're going to fall out and not do it like within the next day. You know, I'm, I'm human and people that are fake with me, I just, I don't get along with them as well. And so I appreciate it when people are just honest, even if that honest side is, Maybe a little bit ugly. Next, we have do number eight. And I'll say it a little slower because it's a little longer. But do think about your future and respect those who are in your present. So I see a lot of people who they have such a strong idea where they're going to be in the future. But they treat everyone in the present like they mean nothing or like. You know, you're not part of my plan and it really doesn't matter how I treat you. But if you're someone who believes in karma, I would say that it is important how you treat people in your present because, you know, not only does it just make you a decent person to treat everybody, you know, the right way and respect them. But some of those people, they might not be as far away from your future as you think. So it's something I would caution if People act that way is to respect those who are in your future. Keep a good eye on your or sorry, keep an eye on your future, but also respect those in the present. Don't number eight is kind of related to the do number eight, and that is don't alienate the people who have your interest at heart. And again, I kind of think sometimes that some of the people in this building and Sometimes there are students who just don't treat those people in the right way, or you know, maybe they don't realize that. I, I honestly genuinely believe that everybody in this building has the student's best interest in mind, and sometimes there are miscommunications or different perceptions, thinking that this person doesn't care about this other person. But I really believe that sometimes. There's just alienation going on, and it's disheartening to see. So don't alienate the people who have your interest at heart. If anything, have a conversation, talk to them, and don't be above them. Do number nine is one that really resonates with me here as a white man in a largely black community, and it's do look past color. I, I can't stress it enough is you no. Know, and you think about like the message that some of our great civil rights leaders in the past have had, they were people who tried to look past color, who believe that, you know, the way forward is to, sorry, I'm lost my train of thought here. The way forward is to really be unified rather than divided and i i sympathize i empathize cuz i know that a lot of people especially in my classes here you've probably met a lot more people than i have who haven't been able to look past color and it's difficult to say hey you know you know why should i empathize with that person or why should i really listen to that person or want to be with that person but you know it's it's this generation that can always change that cycle and it's way easier said than done but when when it starts on individual level you know that's the way we have to go at some point so try to look past color and that's a hard one for a lot of people don't number nine is don't forget nor dwell in the past no maybe an easier way to say that is, at some point you have to get over things you know life is too short to wake up in the morning having regrets so why not love people you no know, why not move forward for, you know forget about the ones who want nothing to do with you but also don't forget about the mistakes that we've made so that you can grow as a person and i think that's an important part of just that maturity that comes with adulthood is learn to get over things developing that maturity and moving forward when it's time to move forward last two listen to the small details do number 10 do listen to the small details i can't stress enough as someone who has made mistakes before not listening to the small things and you know right now it's just you know you get directions from your teacher you get directions from your parents or whoever's taking care of you, and you miss that small detail and you end up doing something wrong. You know, in the future, it can be a lot more severe when you don't listen to the small details. So, I won't give too many examples because we're already pushing length on this podcast, but there's been a lot of times I can talk about where it's hurt me a lot more uh, as an adult than it did as a kid. And don't number 10 is don't do what you've always done. If you've gotten nowhere, I'll say it one more time. So maybe you can synthesize it. Do what you don't do, what you've always done. If you've gotten nowhere doing the same thing. You know, they say that people who do the same thing and expect different results are basically psychopaths. You know, you can't expect that things are going to change. If you're just going down the same course, you have to find a way to get off that cycle. And, you know, everybody knows someone who has failed in life or has made a lot of mistakes in life. And my question to them would be, have you ever tried to change or did you ever realize what you were doing was self-destructive? You know, you're young people right now. You have time to break that cycle and really set up a good life for yourself. But, you know, Avoid the self-destruction. So here is your assignment. Your assignment for me with relation to these do's and don'ts is first to turn in your list of your do's and don'ts. And then I want you to write me two paragraphs. You will choose one do and one don't. And for each, I simply want you to tell a story that relates to that do or don't. You know, maybe can be something with some of the early ones with what what's going on in the classroom. Maybe you want to talk about life in a story that related to one of the do's or don'ts with life toward the end. But you need to write two paragraphs and you need to tell me a story with some detail to receive your credit for this assignment. Hope you enjoyed listening and I look forward to reading what you thought about this.